0: One of my intentions when I show up on a call with anybody is always show up to serve. In fact, I have it written down right in front of me here as a reminder, right? Because sometimes I forget. And then my mind gets into, yeah, but say the right thing. So I know who he is. He's got a big podcast. If you make yourself really good, I'm like, what are you doing, Mario? That's not who you want to be. Show up to serve. And when I do that, I can be really present with another person.
1: Welcome, beautiful souls. I'm your guide, Kato. I am a wild woman, spiritual teacher and evolutionary astrologer. This is where I share my astrological wisdom, spiritual insights and embodiment practices so you can live a more fulfilled life. I am here to usher you into your highest self and expand your consciousness. Welcome to As Above, So Below. Hello my loves, welcome to another episode. I am so excited for you to be here today, but before we dive in into the juiciness of today's episode, I would love to talk to you about my newest creation, which is called the Capricorn Business Mastermind. I am so excited to be leading this beautiful 12-week container for other Amazing, incredible, powerful women from all around the world. And this 12 week mastermind is really for you if you are new into the world of coaching, healing, and maybe even teaching as well, or maybe you've had your business for the past year, two years, three years, and you desire to just make a bigger impact and to really grow your business in a way that feels delicious and sustainable and that comes from a place of deep integrity, but also authenticity. These are values that I find very, very important when it comes to business and My mastermind is really about grounded magic. It's about playing the long game, baby. I'm really going to teach you how to build a strong foundation for yourself and for your business where you can continually improving your craft from a place of deep, deep self-love. It is really about a new level of visibility and authority and overcoming any self-limiting beliefs that you created over time. And this is also why I'm so excited to be teaming up with my EFT tapping coach, Adriana. She's Italian and she's absolutely amazing. I'm so happy to have her in the container and she's going to be guiding us on this beautiful journey of just setting ourselves free and not being a prisoner of our own mind and anything that is holding us back from fully thriving, right? So um, this is exactly what my program is for, is to help you thrive and amplify and be free and all doing it from a place that feels so authentic and feels so aligned with your unique design. So what I'm referring to is your natal chart. So we're really going to honor that. So there's definitely going to be pieces of astrology interwoven into the mastermind. And I'm going to show you the tools that I used to build my business, right, as a manifesting generator, um, but then also sharing from my own embodied wisdom and from my own fuck-ups and pitfalls and breakdowns, which ultimately led me to my biggest breakthroughs. And yeah, it's it's about embracing feminine leadership. I'm all about that. Feminine leadership to me is about being powerful and soft at the same time and It is about having the right structures and system in place so that you feel supported and held whilst fully being able to try from your feminine essence, you know, which is to me giving birth to creative projects, staying in your zone of genius, nurturing connections and building communities, So if this sounds juicy to you, I will make sure to link or put the link in the show notes, and then you can check out the whole program with the delicious bonuses. You will also have access to my Cosmic Babes Academy. You'll gain access to me as well as your coach and as your guide. There's a one-on-one session included where you can choose whether we dive into your natal chart, your transits or a combination, or just like a one-on-one business strategy call. So I am so excited. I'm literally frotting right now, as a true South African would say. And yeah, I can't wait. We're starting on June 22nd, and I am available to hop on a call to see if this is an aligned fit for the both of us, because I really value integrity. And before I know that, like, I want to invest into you, you also need to make sure that you fully want to invest into yourself and into this program, because I want you to rise and This is why it's also a program program only for women, because I want to create or cultivate this beautiful community where I see women praising on each other and helping each other rise and really step into the newest, most delicious version of yourself. You know, I'm so here for it. I'm so here to be your biggest cheerleader. And I cannot wait to watch you blossom into your most authentic self. So my loves, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful, sexy people. Welcome to another episode of the uh, As Above, So Below, the podcast. I am your host, Gato, and today I'm joined by Mario Lanzarotti. Mario is one of my good friends. He is an incredible coach, and I feel so honored to be sitting in a space with him once again. He came onto my podcast show Uh, I think about a month ago, and we spoke about disempowering beliefs and how we can dissolve that into empowering beliefs that are actually supporting us on our journey. So if you're curious about that episode, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes. But today, Mario and I, we will be diving into how to scale your business with ease and balance, because we truly believe that it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. And Yeah, I'm super curious to be diving into this topic and astrologically, Mario and I, we are very similar about a Leo sun with a Capricorn moon and in human design, we are also the same profile. Ha- he's a manifester. I'm a manifesting uh, generator and we're about a four, six profile. So that kind of explains why there's so much resonance between him and I. And he's really like one of my mentors in a way, like unofficial mentors, but um, yeah, he just inspires me so much in my journey of being an entrepreneur myself and yeah, welcome, Mario. Thank you so much for being here today.
0: Thank you, my dear Leo sister. Thank you, Gato, for having me here. It's been, it's been a truly amazing journey since the last time that I was on the show, because after that, you and I actually connected in person here in Cape Town, and we had many beautiful adventures together. And. You know, I've, I've been learning from you, you've been learning from me, and I feel it's a beautiful co-creation process. And now we're here again. So I'm super excited for this conversation.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, one of the, the most important things that I've learned from you over time is really the power of community. And this is where you truly inspire me because, you know, my whole business is built on Instagram. On my connections mm. online but you really showed me the power of having actually connections offline and we are also both part of the same community well it's actually because of you that i also joined um so i would love to invite you to share a little bit more about Bellwether and what it has given you to be part of this amazing incredible global community
0: yeah thank you that's a great question and i want to paddle back a little bit to create a little bit more context because i think feel this is such an important topic and You know, I remember a couple of years ago, I invested in a coaching program. It wasn't cheap. Um, and for me at the time was the biggest investment I've ever made. And I had such high hopes because there were so many other coaches in there that were crushing it, multiple six figures, seven figures. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm amongst these champions here where I get to learn so much. And it turned out that the sort of recipe for success within that coaching container was hire a virtual assistant, set up a uh, messaging strategy based on the content that you create. So anybody that engages with your content um, or anybody that you feel is a fit for your audience, your VA would reach out to and go down a script. And from the first moment, I did not resonate with this. I was like, this is, this is feels so fake and so inauthentic because I am essentially having somebody else pretend that this person is me and that's not true. Mm -hmm. So I saw all these other people killing it with it. And here I am, not a single client. And I was so angry at myself because I'm like, I keep doing that and I know it's not for me. So, you know, half a year later, still no clients from that at all. So eventually I asked myself, you know, what would be a fun way for me to create clients for my business? And I really sat down with this question and it wasn't social media, but most of the things that I was doing were social media. So no surprise that I wasn't mm-hmm. making, a, uh, creating new clients. And so mm-hmm. that then led me to the next idea, which was create workshops, create workshops on how it would give people a taste of my coaching. And then at the end of the workshop in a very genuine fashion, invite them to explore, to learn mm-hmm. more if they found what they have received today, very valuable. And it worked really well for me. And so I found that that strategy of connecting with people person to person and physically as opposed to only online is a very powerful tool to create lasting connections. Because business really at the end of the day is all about relationships. If you can master your ability to nurture and create relationships, you can get anything you want because the the next person and the next person is connected to the person that you are looking for they're already in your network that's the beautiful thing and so i remember at one point um it was about two and a half years ago i got an email from an organization called the bellwether alliance and it was in my spam folder on my info at email and so i was super suspicious i was like what is this bullshit? It looks like a, you know, a Nigerian prince asking me uh, to claim my inheritance after giving him $10,000 for the legal fees. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that doesn't make sense. So I looked it up online. There was really not much that I found. There was an article on Reddit that said it was a scam, and but it was a bullshit article. It didn't really make any substan- uh, substantial claims. And so I said, all right, let me give this a go. So I joined the cause there. And... I found out that it's a real thing and it's an incredible organization with incredibly valuable and powerful people. And so I joined. And mm-hmm. through this organization, and I've told this story many times in other uh in other conversations, is I got my TEDx talk in one conversation only. And that to me was the was the proof. That relationships can give you anything you want. It was, it was a normal conversation with a gentleman called Reggie Walker. He's an NFL, ex-NFL professional player, and we hit it off really well and we connected deeply. And at the end of the conversation, which is a custom that you have in Bellwether, you asked the other person, how can I support you? Anything I can do for you? And so he asked and I said, yeah. how, you know, do you know any bigger podcasts or stages where I can share my message? And he says, how about a TEDx talk? And I'm like, okay here we go. Now, now here's the scam coming up. Finally, I uncovered it. Bellwood is a scam. I was like, yeah, that would be a lifelong dream. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's going to say it's $20,000. And I'm already debating with myself, even though he didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, but it's probably worth it. So say yes. So I said, is there a cost to it? And he said, no, there isn't. And I was like, wait, why are you offering this to me? You don't even know me. He's like, "Well." I really love your story and I connect deeply with you today. I feel you would be a perfect fit. Uh, and I said, That's it? Are you sure? And I said, Yeah, you're in. And that was my beginning to getting my TEDx talk. And then later on I met my mentor, his name is Mark S. A. Smith. He coached me free of charge. Not that's that's something that he offers to just anybody, but for us, he asked me, It's like, when do you have four hours? We will workshop your speech. And it took it from this level to a whole new level. And I was like, holy cow, here's another person in this network who's just given me tremendous value. And now the TEDx is over 1.1 million views. And it is definitely also a thanks to, to both of these gentlemen. And, you know, I can go on and on. But essentially, in Bellwether, what I've learned is that when you focus on the other person and their needs and really support them genuinely, not because you want to get something out of them, but because that's who you are being then all the doors start to open for you because people like to pay things back the way that you have given it to them. And I've got clients, one-on-one clients, group coaching clients, multiple podcast interviews. I've met my next coach there, friends, uh, travel opportunities, speaking opportunities, so much more and more and more. And I feel this is something that 99% of entrepreneurs out there are not utilizing. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I can definitely hear and feel your gratitude for like all the opportunities that it has given you over time. And you only joined like two, three years ago, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So one of the things that I've noticed, and again, I, I feel so much gratitude for you because in business, it is so important to surround yourself with the people that truly inspire mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So, I've kind of became like quite um, what's the the word like quite um strict with like who I'm hanging out with mm-hmm. and who not? And like not in like an arrogant way, but just because I really value my time and I want to be surrounded by people who have this beautiful like uplifting energy that just inspires me to be better, to be a better person, but to also be a better entrepreneur. And these are like actually the conversations between you and I, like from the past couple of months, you were constantly saying like, so you need to raise your rates. You need to raise your rates. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But then over time I felt like because I was surrounded by you and by William and like all of these other people, and it was just like becoming this new normal that you charge a certain, you know, amount of money. And I was like, I'm actually weird for not doing this now because i was only cool. surrounded by people like that so that was kind of like that permission slip and like that push you know like a very gentle soft push in my back that i needed to actually rise yeah. you know yeah. and to step into my word and to recognize my word in business so thank you so much for doing that
0: absolutely thank you for taking it on that's that's the the other side to this coin because you know you can you have people that i I share myself openly and 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 abundantly with pretty much anybody that i encounter but it's only a tiny Mm -hmm. hand a tiny percentage of people like yourself that actually take this Mm -hmm. on and i consider myself the same way with the people that share things with me i'm like wow this person just opened up the vault And just allowed me to see something that I've never seen before, a blind spot, essentially. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel there's a sense of responsibility for me to do something with that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so this would be also a great tip that I want to share with anyone who's listening today, is like really be mindful of what you're consuming on Instagram, who you're following. It's completely okay to unfollow certain people that just don't. Mm you know, inspire you or motivate you to become a better human being. Right. And yeah. And another thing that I, I've also like, wanted to share like one of my biggest takeaways as an entrepreneur in business is like the importance of investing into yourself. And Mm. I resonate what you shared as well Is like when I first invested, which was a couple of years ago, it was like 2000 euros into a program. And at the Mm. time I thought that was like a crazy amount of money. I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Like, why should I do this? Like, what if I lose it? What if the return on investment is not great? Like I can't afford to lose 2000 euros. Whereas mm-hmm. the next time we I invested into myself into like a coaching program, which was like 7,000 euros, mm-hmm. it became actually so much easier for me to invest that because I, I knew that it was going to give me so much value and so much growth in such a short amount of time. And I was like, full body, fuck yes, this is what i want and it has given me so much up until this day i'm so grateful that i just keep investing into myself and this is like also like mm-hmm. one of my biggest values because betting on yourself is like it's part of being an entrepreneur it's just part of yeah. it and it can be scary at times you're just like oh my god what am i going to do i can't believe that i'm doing this mm-hmm. but it's about trusting and fully surrendering and listening to your intuition, because that is your inner compass. You know when something is a great investment for you, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and what you said is so important in on, on so many levels. I mean, you know, I, I shared this with you personally. I just invested uh, uh, essentially $60,000 US in a one-on-one coach, which was the most I've ever made in my whole life in terms of an investment. And one part of me mm-hmm. is like having... An, an exciting abundance orgasm, if that's even a thing. And the other one for me is, is, is scared to death. It's like, holy shit, what did you just do? Oh my God, you know? Mm-hmm. And this to me is now bringing me to the space where I am fully embodying that which I want to ask of other people. And this is what happens when you invest, when you put money behind your words, things actually get mm-hmm. real. And that's the, that's the challenge for so many entrepreneurs, especially for coaches. This what's one of the biggest reasons why so many coaches are not moving towards a certain, uh, beyond a certain level because they don't invest in their own coaches. Cause they think like, oh, I'll do it once I sign up 10 clients and then, um, you know, then I feel safe and then I have some money on the side and I can do it. But who are you being when you follow that strategy? who are you being mm-hmm. you're being small you might tell yourself oh i'm being smart and i'm being responsible yeah but you know you're being too you're being too careful you're being too too small in the way that you're showing up as a leader and people can see that. And people And I tell people I've just invested $60,000 in a one-on-one coach and that that's definitely come, doesn't come from my savings. That's something that I'm ongoingly mm-hmm. continuously making and now it's calling me to step up way bigger. My clients and my potential clients hear that and they're like, wow, This guy's got guts. This guy's got, you know, balls, you know, he's, he's really convinced and convicted in his cause in his mission. But how many other entrepreneurs can say that? How many entrepreneurs truly Mm -hmm. embody a mission other than just talking about that stuff? If I look at your behavior Mm -hmm. and you tell me you want to change the world, you want to end homelessness, you want to end cancer, you know, but then you're eating Cheetos and watching Netflix every night and, you know, sleeping in and never working on a weekend. I'm like, you're not really embodying what you're doing. And I feel putting money behind that, what you just said, is such a game changer because it energetically shifts you towards being the person that you need to be in order to create the results you want.
1: Right. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And being an entrepreneur, it's just part of the journey that you need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable a lot of the times.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And yeah, you're so right. Like my partner, Joe and I, we both just invested into a coaching program, which is around like $11,000. And we're so excited for this. And as soon as like we put down the money, it actually came back to us in different ways. And I had like my biggest months last month um like so it's it's crazy like well not crazy but it's just so beautiful like how energetics work and (laughs) i also truly believe Mm -hmm. is that someone will never invest a certain amount of money into you if you have not even invested that into yourself so it's ridiculous to ask a certain amount of money let's say like twenty thousand dollars for your coaching program if you've never even invested that amount of money into yourself so that is uh, the law of energetics as well yeah
0: I agree. I agree. And, you know, just I, I remember I had the session with my coach that I just newly hired. And, you know, he was coaching me to, to see what's in the way between me and making the kind of money and the kind of impact that I want to make in the world. And, you know, he guided me through a process of uh, thinking and then what kind of feelings come up in my body and what words resonate with that. And the word that came up for me was fraud. And I'm like, shit. Oh, wow. I can see it clearly. Because I was already in my mind carving out a path. So I'm just going to feel out this coach. I'm not going to invest. I just want to, you know, get a sense of where he's at. And then I can tell myself I'm setting up a goal. And then slowly but surely, step by step, I'm going to work towards that goal. See, I was being, and that's the word that I was missing, reasonable. I was being reasonable. And there's nothing wrong with being reasonable, you know. But if you want to be somebody that truly makes a difference in your life, in your family's life, in your partner's life, in your kids' life, in your clients' lives, in your community, you can't be reasonable because the extraordinary is not created from reasonable. So you gotta be extraordinary. And that's what I saw so clearly. I was like, shit, this is how I'm sabotaging my success. By telling myself oh you know i'll just you know take some time and i have a goal that i work towards and he's like how about we make the return on your investment for this investment before you get married because i'm getting married in july so my i was like "Hmm, i want to be reasonable and you know thoughtful (laughs) and i'm like i don't want and now i'm like i don't want to play in that world anymore i'm i'm tired of reasonable i want to you know level up in, in such big ways that i know mario the way that he's currently showing up in life That's not enough, you know, and that's not coming from a scarcity mindset of like, I'm not enough. It's like, no, the way that I'm currently showing up is not enough for the kind of results that I want. So I'm leveling up here. And that's what we're doing in this very moment.
1: Yeah, I can feel your desire for growth and progression. And I'm, I can, yeah, I'm totally the same. Bring it in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's fucking go, baby. Um, But I would love to ask you what do Mm. you think is the difference between successful and non successful
0: people in business? Yeah. That's a great question. And, you know, Obviously, we can define success in any way that we choose. Um, but in, if we keep it in the most broad way and say success is hitting your expectations and your expectations you know, are often your goals, I feel the main difference is one thing. There is the type of entrepreneur that will play the short-term game the quick fix game, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, next couple of years, I'm gonna make some quick money. I'm just gonna, you know, go, 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 hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. So I get to that place where I have made enough money for me to finally relax. And this is the whole burnout mentality, where you are working at the expense of your well being and your relationships, because all you're doing is you're seeing the business. And this is celebrated in, you know, in so many entrepreneurial circles but really to me that's not success that's actually killing yourself that's the opposite of success and so to me true success really comes one and first of all from this idea of playing the infinite game so are you playing the game we're all playing the game but are you playing the game to win it or are you playing the game to play it are you playing it because you want to have fun because you want to enjoy it? Or are you so desperate to get to that outcome, to that goal, that all you do is, you know, you're willing to cheat. You're willing to distract and manipulate the other uh, players on the game, you know? Whoever is drawing the biggest Monopoly card, you're like, oh, look, look over there, what's that? And you take the card away, right? And this is, you know, a lot of business practices work like that, manipulation. And so if you're playing the infinite game, you're playing because you love what you do. And your mission is not geared towards a specific outcome where everything is then over. But your mission is part of who you are being. It's an ongoing process. It's an expression of who you are, wherever you are. So, you know, one of my intentions when I show up on a call with anybody is always show up to serve. In fact, I have it written down right in front of me here as a reminder, right? Because sometimes I forget. And then my mind gets into, yeah, but say the right thing. So I know who he is. He's got a big podcast. So if you make yourself really good. I'm like, what are you doing, Mario? That's not who you want to be. Show up to serve. And when I do that, I can be really present with another person. I can listen clearly to what the person needs. And guess what? Then the person at the end is like, wow, this was a great conversation. Hey, Mario, you want to come on my podcast? I think this would be awesome. So it's a natural way of 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 receiving because of you being able to serve. So I feel those are some of the qualities of people that really are in the game long-term and they are just so much more successful, not because they're trying to be, but because it's a natural outcome of how they're showing up each and every day.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also one of the biggest values of Bellwether, the community that we're a part of, and like all of the people there, you know, they are they're very highly successful people, and it shows because yeah. they are following these principles, and it just makes so much sense. So I love that insight. Thank you so much. You're like that reminder of the, like, yes, we're here to serve. Yeah. And what also comes up for me, what is the difference between successful and non-successful people, is that. Successful people also experience a bump in the road, just like All anyone right. else. The difference is that they just don't make it mean anything about themselves. Mm. Right. And that is also, it reminds me of what you just shared is like playing the the long game, not just being like, oh, I had not a great launch. So that must mean something about me that I'm not worthy or deserving of making a lot of money or whatever story that you have created about yourself. Yeah. So this is why energetics to me is such a huge part of being an entrepreneur. Like, yes, you can have all the strategies in place, but if you're not working on your mindset, your strategy, um, your energetics, and you know, like your, your sense of worthiness, then it's also yeah. not going to take off for you or like, you know, help you in any
0: way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you say is, is, is crucial to understand because your state of being decides your acting. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, anything you want, literally anything you want, like the, the, the body you want, the money you want, the relationship you want, the connection to your idea of spirituality, uh, anything you want, you can have exactly to the T telling you how to do it for free online. You don't need a coach. You don't need a mentor for any of that. You can just Google whatever you want, and you'll find the strategy that will also work. Super simple, right? But how come most people in the world will not get the kind of results that they're looking for? Well, because, you know, you know, if you do it one day, you do it the second day, you do it the third day. Day number four, your mind kicks in and says, are you sure this is the right thing, Kato? ah what are people going to mm-hmm. think about you if all of a sudden you start to double your prices you shouldn't be doing that and so your mind then comes in, in and says don't keep taking the action that you know will lead to the outcome you want so there's something different there at work so unless you understand your state of being which creates your uh, st- which creates your behavior you will never get the results you want so you need to understand What is it that determines taking action? What is it that determines behavior? And that's your identity, who you believe you are. And unless you shift Mm -hmm. that, you will always run into a wall. You will always end up sabotaging yourself. There are so many people that hit this 10K ceiling in their business or 5K. Mm -hmm. right? But let's just say the 10K ceiling. They never get beyond that. But they know what to do. But somehow it doesn't work out. Why? Because their identity... Is, is on par with I am somebody that makes 10K per month. This is how I, where I feel safe. And so if you don't change that, it doesn't matter how many coaches you're going to invest or how many books you read, you will always come back to the same place, which is why to your point, mm-hmm. energetics, which is part of that, is, is the most important part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm,
1: such a good tip. This is so juicy. <laughs> so I would love to ask you, What does it mean to reach six-figure Zen? Because this is what your new program is all about. But I would love to chat to you about that because I also want to know how to get out of this spiral of feast and famine. So for the people yeah. who don't know what that is it's like literally like having 10k months and then like the the next couple of months you're just mm. making literally zero so it's like yeah. there's no consistency in your income and like you have moments that you're celebrating and like oh my god i'm so mm. successful i'm i made it and like woo! and then the next moment you're just like fuck, i can't make this work this was like a fluke or something right so yeah. share a little bit more about that please
0: yeah yeah, thank you. Great, great topic, great question, and something that I'm really, really excited about because for me, I've, uh, I've, I've looked at entrepreneurial success and growth and scaling your business for a long time because the paradigm tells you that in order to create more success and scale your business, you have to be constantly grinding and hustling at the expense of your well-being and health, and that's a normal thing. Right? you sleep four hours. Don't worry about it. You post about it on Twitter or Instagram, and people go, "Yeah, man, you're the shit." You know, keep going. There's whole books written about uh, such unhealthy practices on how to grow your business. Where I'm like, I don't want to do that because I did it. Right, I did it, and I, I, I and I definitely worked out for a short period of time, but then I burned out, and then exactly what you just described happened. And I see this with. So many entrepreneurs, they have these extreme tendencies. They go, greatest month ever, worst month ever. Well, you know, almost the greatest month ever, another worst month ever. It's just a ping, like a ping pong ball. And the reason I have found that is, is because the way that you generate success costs way too much energy. It's way too inefficient the way that you're showing up every single day. So naturally, after you've just had one or two great months, you're going to collapse, and then what happens is, which makes it all worse, is entrepreneurs then get into the spiral of saying, "Ah, I'm just not capable. I'm just not smart enough. I'm just not good enough. I'm such an idiot. I, I'll never make this happen." But really, what what the the reason is they can't get consistent levels of of uh, 10k months is because they're exhausted. They're just exhausted. No, not, nobody will do anything when you're exhausted. So for me. Six-figure Zen is this uh, uh, was this idea that how do you bring together entrepreneurial success, multi-six-figure uh, income levels in uh, with your business at the same time, though also having a Zen-like philosophy for living your life. So what does that mean? That means having inner peace. That means. Creating balance. Now, I say creating balance, not finding balance. Often you hear people say, how do I find balance? You're not going to find it anywhere other than in the dictionary. You need to create it. And for me, balance is what you bring to moment to moment to moment to moment. There's one thing that I recommend to all my clients, and and I teach them how to do it, is a very simple breathing practice multiple times throughout the day. See, for me now, I used to meditate for over ten years consistently, uh, every single day. I stopped doing that. Why? You know? Oh, no, not interested anymore. No, definitely not. I love meditation, but now I have so many points throughout the day where I sit. I check in with myself. I take a deep breath. I focus on gratitude. You know, I have a conversation with God, my way of relating to the divine. I I, I use the term God. And for me, it's everywhere. I say, say, I say grace. I say, thank you, bless this food. When I eat something, I take a moment. I look at the sky and say, thank you God for allowing me to experience this. So it's a constant practice throughout my day, which means I'm mostly in my center. So even when I am... When I am in a more stressful situation, I can still come, come forward with a sense of balance. Why? Because I focus on being in my center, which often is being in my body. So being, in the, being the kind of rock, you know, when, you, when the storm out, out on the ocean is just uh, unleashing itself, the rock stands steady. The mountain is steady. No matter what sunshine or snow or rain, the mountain is steady. And if you can be steady like that in your business, in your relationships, then challenges will no longer swallow you whole. They will be your guidance. They will be your teachers, your wisdom. And when you have this kind of practice, the learning time that it takes you normally starts to shorten significantly. You get things quicker. Why? Because you are slowing down. You know, one of my coaches, William Griffin, uh, whom you also know, he's also part of Bellwether and a dear brother I greatly love. He really m- nailed in this concept uh, with me of slowing down. I remember I had a session with him once. I was like, dude, I just feel stuck. You know, just at this. I don't know how to get my next client. And I was rushing. And he's like okay let's slow it down let's just slow it down and let's just slow it really down i was like okay i'm getting a little annoyed already i'm like come on and he's like just breathe and I'm like, okay so then now tell me what are the best ways for you to create clients and so i went through the list and i ended up with like 10 action steps that would result in you know a crazy amount of clients after that i made fifty thousand dollars from this call, the strategy, because it was all in front of me, but I didn't see it because there was a sense of rushing. Mm -hmm. Come on, I'm behind on my goals. I got to get going, man. I don't have the time, you know? And so all of that mentality was preventing me from becoming six-figure Zen, from having a multi-six-figure business, but also having the balance, the joy, the peace. And so in this community, what we focus on is both of the best, is like, doing business and growing your business, but doing it with ease and grace. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Well, you need to learn how to master your relationships because relationships are everything in and outside of your business. Mm -hmm. There's so many people. I I had a conversation the other day with a friend uh, of mine. She's a coach as well. And she told me, Yeah, I just hit the six figure level, you know. Um, I believe she's like $20,000, $30,000. And she's like, I have the people on my team, but somehow I just can't get myself to scale. I know exactly what I need to do, but I can't get myself there. And I I told her, I was like, Yeah, you're, you know, I I didn't use those words, but essentially it's like this, this attachment to control, right? Control freak. Is like you're trying to control your employees because you're constantly double and triple checking on their work. You're controlling everything. Your clients. You don't create space and time. So naturally, how can you grow with more ease? Because you don't have the time or the capacity. And so, we bring this together. We bring a lot of healing modalities in because healing really. You know, I I I talked to a client the other day, and I, he and I gave them this um, this analogy. It's like. The higher you grow, if you look at a tree, the higher you grow with the branches of a tree, the deeper the roots. It has to be that way. Um, The highest mountains has the deepest roots deeply into the earth. So it can stand. It can stand in its center as it reaches higher and higher and higher. And that's the same for entrepreneurs. If you don't do the healing work hand in hand with your business scaling, You will never create sustainable results. You're always going to come back to the crashing month where you're exhausted. So, how do we bring all of that into your business so that there's more ease and and peace with what you're doing? And that is all part of learning the six figure Zen philosophy.
1: Mm -hmm. This is so good. Yes, I resonate with everything and I definitely recognize myself in it as well because even like at the beginning of this year I did this launch and I was really stoked with the results. But I needed at least a month to recover from my launch. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is not sustainable. This is now how I want to show up as an entrepreneur. And like this is just it's it's not yeah, it just it's not working in the long term. Yeah. Right. So I felt like something needed to shift for me. And that's when I yeah. started looking for answers. And I love connecting the energetics of like the masculine and the feminine. And I'm talking about divine energy mm. here, connecting that to business. And I have a lot of masculine energy in my business. Like I love structures. I love systems. I am very organized. Uh, I'm such a go-getter as well. But I I noticed I was neglecting my feminine side and the feminine is about being in your pleasure. And like, what you're saying is just like fully surrendering and nurturing your connections, nurturing Mm. your community. And yeah, I wasn't doing that. Like I was too much focusing on the masculine. So for me, feminine leadership means to me that yes, I do have the systems and the structures and you know, the, the people in my team who are able to support me but then I am the visionary and I, yes. I that actually allows me to fully surrender into my feminine and to be held by my yes. team and by, by my support. And right now I feel so much more balanced in yes. my life and in my business. I feel like also it was affecting my relationships, like even with my partner Joe or with like friends, I was just neglecting that side. And oh. now I'm like, no, it's equally as important you know, my relationships and business, but also my personal relationships. And I want to show up for both. It's not just the business. I am not my business. I am not my brand. Like I'm a human being and it's important to not like tie my identity too much into like my business. And yeah, like I said, I also made that mistake of like when I had like what I call like not such a great launch, for example, I would call it like a failure. Whereas now I'm like, no, what can I learn from this? what are the lessons behind this? How can I show up differently next time? And this is what I learned over time in business as well. It's like nonstop testing, nonstop trial and error and just learning from it. And that's why I can just distance myself personally, like really on a personal level, more for my business. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And, you know, that's what the inf- playing the infinite game looks like, exactly the way that you have portrayed it just now. And you also said something really important that I that I focus on in six figure zen, and that is you have to be in your zone of genius. Right? You and I were coaches, so we're very good at coaching people right we're holding the space allowing them to see what they're what they're not seeing what they need to see so that they can move forward that's one of the things that we are the absolute best at but you know if i look at myself i suck at graphic design and i'm totally okay with that i don't even care right but i that's important for a business and i used to do that myself mm-hmm. now i have an assistant who does it for me this podcast right i have a podcast as well the only thing that i do for my podcast is i pick the guests, I have the conversation with them and I post it on my social media. That's about it. I don't do anything else. Everything else is done by my assistant. Mm-hmm. I don't even check mm-hmm. what the recording looks like after she cut it. Cause that would be another hour that I have to invest every, every week at least. So I trust her fully. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm sure there are tiny mistakes and things, but I'm like, I don't care. The people that watch this, they get a lot of value from it. They're not going to say, "Oh, there was a one second delay here, Mario." I'm not going to listen to this <laughs> podcast anymore. But that's how m- many entrepreneurs are thinking because they're all about perfectionism, mm. and that right. is just 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 hindering your your growth, your joy, your ability to have more peace and grace in your life and balance. And so, mm-hmm. you got to find out what is your strate- what is your zone of genius, and once you know that. And, you know, a lot of people may be listening now. They might be like, oh, that sounds good for you, Mario, but I cannot yet afford getting an assistant. And I get it. There's a point in your business where investing in an assistant doesn't yet make sense because you first need to, you know, get more clients. But there's another thing that you can do, and that is what I've come to learn as also through Bellwether as a strategic alliance. A strategic alliance is... Kato has certain values and qualities and strengths. Mario has the same thing. Now, but Mario's are in maybe slightly different areas. So how can we come together as Kato and Mario and support one another to both be in our zone of genius? And when you do that, you know, you Get a consistent flow of referrals, of recommendations, of introductions. I get so many introductions to people on on a weekly basis. I'm I'm an in-house coach for a for a group coaching container with about 340 uh, clients that can all join the calls. I do the executive leadership call every Friday. It's a lot of six to seven-figure entrepreneurs, and there's hundreds of people that I've coached already every week. And that to me, one it always keeps me on my toes in terms of serving, so I never get rusty. That's very important for a coach. Uh, B, I am uh, there's a, f- a fixed income that I make from that, so it's consistent. It's like essentially it's like a salary almost. Three, and that's the biggest one for me. I get to pick one-on-one clients because they see me in action. They're like, "Wow, Mario, this was amazing. Do you? How do I get more of that?" Well, you can work with me personally, and I've done multiple ways of that. And now I'm working on another deal like that. And so anybody can do that. You can come into other communities and provide your unique value to their clients. So their clients win, the person who brought you in wins, and you win. And it costs you nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's not a cold audience where you have to compete against tens of thousands of other people online. And the challenge with what I see with, with social media marketing is... There are people that are just way better at at myself as myself for instance, at marketing themselves, but it's all smoke and mirrors. I've seen so many coaches that charge ten fifteen thousand dollars, and I look behind the curtain I'm like, "Wait a minute, what that's what you're offering for that kind of price you're uh, if I've had so many clients that came to me because they they had a traumatic experience with their previous business coach and I asked them. Well, what was the first thing your business coach had you working on? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, she, you know, she helped me really design my website. And I'm like, what website? It's like you don't need a website, especially not as an, a beginning entrepreneur. You really don't need one. I know people that have scaled to seven figures without a website, seven figures, and then the millions without a website. Why? Because this <laughs> is the thing that people don't understand. They think that having a shiny social media platform and a website is automatically somehow going to create clients for them. But it doesn't. It, not at all. First of all, you need to get lots of eyes on that. Second, you need to hit exactly the right uh, language points for them to feel like, wow, this is exactly me. And the, those chances are going down and down and down and down and down and down. But if you connect with a person one-on-one and you step into their world and you get to know them, they are now uh, like and trust you. So now you have a connection that somebody who send sent them to their website never gets. So those are the things that, that, you know, really help you as an entrepreneur to scale with ease because you're using personal relationships and that's what people love.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I completely resonate with that. Like when I'm thinking back over the beginning stages of my business, I was focusing on everything, how it looks, you know, that's like the feminine. Yeah. I just wanted to yeah. to look at, like, have it to look really beautiful and pretty and thinking that that will sell, right? And that's actually where we are keeping stuck into, like, the wounded feminine. It's like, like exactly what you shared is like, people are not going to buy because your website, you know, that you use the right font and the the right colors. (laughs) It's not about that. It's about what is the transformation that you are providing and offering to your clients? That is what people are interested in. So I love that. That's really great. and. I heard you share in this, in this conversation, a couple of practices of how you can grow and scale your business without social media. And like, I heard you saying the importance of building relationships and your connections and your community, really nurturing your community, but then also um, really showing up to like serve, like how can I serve someone? And then I also heard you say uh, strategic alliances. So is there anything else that you can think of as another tip or a practice that you want to share with our audience today?
0: Yeah, I mean, so number one is, and and, and I see this a lot with entrepreneurs that get into, especially in Bellwether, uh, the, the people that are coming, um, that are newly joining, and, and maybe you can share speak into this as well. It's like once you join and you're surrounded by people that are more successful sort of on paper. And you look at them and like, wow, this guy has had 30 years of experience in business. I'm just, you know, four years. Oh my God. And you're sitting with them in a conversation and then you hear something where they are limiting themselves, but you choose not to say anything. Cause you're intimidated, you know, imposter syndrome. You're like, oh shit, I can't tell this guy. This is exactly what I had, by the way, when I joined Bellwether, I was, I was overwhelmed by the people that I was speaking with. And I was like, who am I to deliver anything? So what I did, and I recommend all of your listeners doing the same thing, whether you have a business or not, doesn't matter. You want to develop a practice um, where you get really clear on what is the value that you are offering to people. And sometimes the value that you're offering to people is true listening, where you're not listening to give an answer or to fix something or to change something, but you're just listening for the purpose of listening. And that, if you've ever experienced it or done it for somebody else, you know how incredibly valuable that is because most people nowadays are not listening. They're listening to come in and say something smart so they can position themselves as a person of of respect. And so get clear on what the value is that you're bringing to people. Write down sort of like success stories. Oh, that one time I had this conversation with Mario and I asked him this one question. He said, wow, that was an incredible question. Thank you. I've never thought about that. Write it down. See, the more you write down how valuable you are as a human being to other human beings, the more you feel that value. And that will be crucial to understand because when you come into a conversation with just anybody, you know exactly what the value is that you can provide. And so that was my game-changing moment in Bellwether where I recognized that, wait a minute, what I do helps anybody, anybody can benefit from this. So for me, I recognized that with the kind of state of consciousness shifts that I provide to people – Anybody in the world will benefit from talking to me. Anybody. It doesn't matter whether you are working at a hot dog stand or you're the CEO of a major bank or you're a scientist. I don't care. Because my specialty is helping you change your state of consciousness so that you access higher levels and you are back into creation mode, into abundance mode. And so that's what I would ask all of your listeners find that out, ask people, you know, go to people and say, Hey, what was value about the conversation that you have had with me? This and this and this, and you start to see yourself Mm -hmm. in a new light. And then what you do is here's a formula. If you're a coach or consultant or an agency owner, a service provider, essentially, and you need other people to serve, what you do is you connect with the people in your environment, maybe some of your clients or some of your past clients or some people that, you know you may think might be interested and you connect with them deeply, genuinely getting curious about them. What are you, what are you up to? You know, what's, what's new in your life and what's, what do you find difficult about that? What challenges are you encountering? You get into their world and then you ask them if you feel that you can support them, may I offer something here? So, yeah, of course. Well, you could do this, you could do that, you know, listen to this podcast, go to this event, speak to Kato, speak to Mario, you know, da, 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 da. And I said, wow, thank you for all that value. It's like, great. And then you ask, was this valuable? Yeah, so valuable. What about it was valuable? Well, you said this and that and this and that. Oh, great. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kato, do you know who do you know? Who, who are two more people that you know that you feel would really benefit from this kind of conversation? Hmm. Hmm, Great question. Oh, meet my friend Joe and my friend uh, uh, Daniela, right? Yes, I'll connect you to them. Awesome. Thank you. Boom. You just got two highly qualified leads that are warmed up already. And when you develop that kind of a practice, you want podcast guests, you want podcast uh, hosts, you want clients, you want friends, you want uh, intros to getting to a VIP club, whatever you want. It's so much easier. So that's the number one thing that I would say you really should give it a try. And number two, Mm -hmm. what I said earlier, ask yourself this question. What would be the most fun way for me to create clients and run my business? Get serious with Mm -hmm. this question because you start to see yourself. Not everybody is designed to be a business owner. Let me say this again. Not everybody is designed to be a business owner. But you keep telling yourself that you should be. And so you are fighting a war. Maybe you would be better positioned as being an intrapreneur where you go into a super innovative company, maybe in Silicon Valley, and you become their in-house coach or their in-house astrology reader, right? Because they'd really believe that that's a value point, right? But if you don't know what would be the most fun way, how can you ever create it? It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think those two things will give you a massive head start. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, there's so much value that you just shared. And I love, I love everything. And to talk about like the strategic alliances to give another tip, maybe this is helpful for anyone who's listening, because it it has definitely helped me a lot. Because like, for me, it's so vague to just ask someone like, hey, do you know someone who could be a potential client for me? I was just like also feeling a lot of resistance towards that. But then I learned this other strategy or way of doing it. And how you basically can start out is like, hey, do you know anyone in Belgium? And then you say, Yes, I do. <laughs> mm. And then like the next question would be, Do you know any women in Belgium? And then, yes, I do. I know two people. And then it would be like, Well, do you know any other coaches that are, you know, women and that live in Belgium? And then you're like, Well, yes, I know one. I know Kato. <laughs> mm. So and then it would be like, Well, yeah, that's amazing. So it's like a little bit easier for you as well to come up or like think yeah. about specific people of like, hey, I can actually put you into contact with this. Person that I think will actually benefit from your services or vice versa, so uh, I found that to be really helpful. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. And then last but not least, you shared earlier like moments throughout your journey. You know, your in your your business journey that you felt stuck. Right. And I feel like this is a thing that just happens to everyone. And I feel like we should be talking more about this because you will go or undergo periods where you will feel stagnation coming up or you're feeling uninspired or there's a fear of the unknown. Basically, you're just feeling stuck. And like one of the strategies that you mentioned is that it's so beautiful to just slow down and then the answers will come to you. But it's about first regulating your nervous system. Is there anything else that comes up for you as, you know, a strategy or a practice that you can recommend?
0: Yeah, yeah. Great question and and a truly important conversation to have because so many entrepreneurs get stuck on a regular basis. And, you know, number one, what you said about slowing down very important. I have a client of mine who came to me a couple of months ago. He's a he's a very very successful men's coach and he found himself at a low point because he's just experienced so much trauma that his business came to a standstill. And so his way of generating clients and and creating success was very much part of what we described earlier. You know, the whole hustle, let's go get it kind of mentality, very masculine, very unhealthy masculine way of doing it. And so, the first thing that I coached him on was to slow down and is to prioritize his healing. And he took that on beautifully. And the second thing that I coached him uh, to to see, which was the most difficult for him as well, is The reason you're stuck is because you stopped serving. Let me say that again. The reason you're stuck is because you stopped serving. You became manipulative. Okay. What do I need to say to get this person to see that uh, my coaching is the best coaching? Okay. What do I say that, you know, he's going to uh, pay me, you know, uh, can he afford it? Okay. I'm going to, you know, position it this way that he really has to uh, make it. You know, that's all being manipulative. And so you're wasting an incredible amount of energy to enforce a result that then doesn't come. And you are devastated when it doesn't come. So what I coached him on was, Get back into serving. Even if you're not getting paid for it, get back into serving. He was having massive doubts, you know, because he wasn't having any clients. And, you know, and and so I told him, get back into service. And he started serving. He started serving. He started serving. As he started serving, he started coming back to life. He started growing and expanding. He's like, dude, this is like magic is happening. I'm serving and I'm feeling good and I'm supporting other people genuinely. And guess what? Within you know two months, he signed up uh, four and actually three 10k clients, and the fourth one he's is on the verge now. So all of that came by reminding him of you know why he's doing what he's doing in the first place. And I feel oftentimes entrepreneurs, as they get stuck, they forget their why. They forget why they started in the first place. You know, every entrepreneur that I've ever met, as part of their top three values, is either one or number two is freedom. They want to be free, right? Want to break out of the matrix, break out of the system, design your own sovereign life. Um, but then how many end up doing it? Very few. Why? Because they get lost. They get lost in the whole, I got to I gotta make more money quickly. Come on, you know, I got to make it this way. And by that time, so I can afford this, so I can go to my parents and finally tell them, look, you can you be proud of me or whatever stuff comes in there. But Really, when you remember your why that you want to to experience freedom, you will also then be able to prioritize well-being and strong relationships, which as a result, as a byproduct of that helps you significantly in your business without you even trying to force stuff. So it's this natural way of flowing back to your why and serving fully and taking time Mm -hmm. to heal, which will make you way more successful in the long run and help you get unstuck.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this makes so much sense. This is so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much, Mario. This is such a great conversation. And I would like to wrap up this conversation by you sharing what is the best way to work with you right now?
0: Yeah, thank you for that question. I would say the best way at the moment is really to explore whether six-figure zen is something for you. It's a business accelerator. It's a bit different from a group coaching um, program where there is no start and finish date. It's ongoing. You join. You can join for six months and you get support around um, how do you scale your business towards multi-six-figure levels. So we will look at your sales. We will look at your lead generation, your marketing, your operations, your branding. We will look into everything. You're going to get assigned a student success coach that next to me is going to support you throughout the journey. There are monthly deep dive breathwork calls with my wife, where you know you are able to heal trauma and release stuck emotions. You're going to get the leadership and mental uh, and strategy support from me. And there's a community of other like-minded entrepreneurs from all over the world. So if this sounds like something that you want to explore to ha- scale the business, while also having peace of mind, balance, strong relationships, uh, and, and lots of health, then, you know, reach out, you know, you can, you can connect with me on Instagram, mario.lanzarotti. And my website is the same, mario.lanzarotti.com. Um, and if you want to email me directly, I can give you my email. It's mario at power in dot me. Okay
1: incredible yes your program sounds delicious and definitely something worth considering even for myself um so thank you so much for yeah just sitting in a space with me and sharing all of your wisdom i feel a lot of gratitude and i am so excited to watch you blossom into you know your entrepreneurial journey and really touch other people's lives you know that that is really what i dream of is that we just may we all rise together as a community yes and yes so here for it
0: Mm, mm. thank you kato as always it's a wonderful pleasure to spend time with you and to get to support and impact your amazing audience and uh yeah i look forward to our next conversation
1: wow guys I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and I would highly appreciate it if you leave a five-star review on a podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram tag away so I don't miss it as I would absolutely love to repost it And as a little gift, because I'm a true believer of energetic exchanges, I would love to give to you a mini reading about your personal life cycle of this year and what you can expect when it comes to life lessons and the main focus of this year. If that sounds juicy to you, then I cannot wait to connect with you on the gram. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I'll see you in next week's episode.